Hello there, witches. The moon is rising and waxing. The hairs have been trimmed and have been properly disposed of. The last rites of Samhain are waiting to be finished up as I speak. And as I said earlier, I am getting used to a new schedule. So thank you so very much for all of your patience. I am Nalaya Oddly. I will be your fairy witch mother tonight. And I hope the last couple of weeks have been positively delicious. So, tonight we are going to talk about what to do when you can't fix it all. And you know what? You can't. None of us can. It's just overwhelmingly just too much stuff going out there in the own world in the world it's just it's too much it's overwhelming and it's it's depressing because you always feel like there, there's nothing that you can do about what's going on that you're not even in the area and you have to watch it's horrifying really but we have a solution for that and if you listen to the likes of other shamans and other people who gather great large groups of people to meditate on a single thing and focus a, a positive intention on a single thing and point it somewhere out there in the world, they do show a measured amount of improvement in the area. In fact, um, I have read Karakahulan talk about the same sort of thing while he's working on the police force. One of the things that he would do is he would pull in and sit down in the dispatch area, um, ask which section of the city was the most turbulent at the moment, and he would spend 30 minutes before his shift and send peace to the area, and everybody swears by it. I myself have seen positive things happen with similar things. So you can do something. Reiki, Reiki practitioners, Reiki masters, raise your hand. Yeah, you can do something. Prana healers, light workers, you can do something too. Not any of those things, that's okay. You, you can still do this, you're a witch. You got this, you bet. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Um, we are also going to do a journey tonight, actually, and we are going to bring back an oldie but goodie. We are going to be brought to you by the Two of Cups and Lilac Jasper. Yeah! I ran across a curious stone that I wanted to go ahead and investigate because I have not seen it or heard about it. Well, it turns out that it's it's like nowhere to be found in any of my reference books. Not my, my great big, my mom's great big Chinese medicine stone book. Not in, you know, the handy dandy Scott Cunningham. Not in the Pearson book. Just, it's like nowhere. Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit and the Two of Cups. And I think those things are kind of relevant for the kind of things that we're going through right now. I know that I was going to go ahead and talk about, you know, the third segment of, you know, teach, teach your demons too. 
sort of, but we're going to put that off closer to full moon. I think that's a better move. Right now, let's, let's take care of ourselves so that the overflow can take care of those around us. You know, I saw a meme the other day that I really liked. It said, may God bless my pockets so I can use it to bless others. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. So let's work on blessing our own pockets, shall we? All right. Welcome to the House of Odd. Oh, um, mind the troll in the corner. He's got a cold. Um, and don't let him out either because the peopling itself will just kill him. Poor thing. Um, welcome to Odd. Empaths everywhere. I am sure you will understand this. The worries of your city, nation, planet are thick and heavy right now. And I forget that I am only two hands in the world. I, I have a habit of, you know, reading the news. Um, I, actually, it's not even really reading the news anymore. It's more like I scroll through the titles and if something, if something says, um, yeah, you should read me, I do. Or, you know, it's actually sometimes I find some pretty cool stuff like that. But anyway, uh, back to back to circle here. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's thick. And, you know, I know that I don't know. If I, well, I don't know. I do. It's like when I get in the shower in the morning, it's like I visualize just all of that stuff, all of the world just falling away. I'm fresh. I'm new and clear. But you know what? It's that, that does not necessarily relieve me of the burden of feeling like I should do something. You know, it's like, I feel horrible for what's going on in Afghanistan. I feel horrible for the women in, you know, Texas right now who have to worry about their reproductive rights and worry if Supreme court is actually going to do about, do anything about it. I feel, I feel like everything, you know, that I run across, it's like, Oh God, you know, here we are in the United States. The dog is in charge. No one's at the wheel. Holy, you know, there's the, there's this feeling, you know, but in a way, yeah, I may be just like two hands in the world and there are things that I can do locally. Even, even, even just like little things like, you know, first and foremost, get my shit together. Right. Cause that's where it all comes home. Well, okay, true enough. I can't go do it all. I can't volunteer at every shelter. I can't, I can't, you know, go fix, you know, X, Y, Z. I could, especially if I don't know anything about it. Um, don't ask me to be a politician because it's like, no, no God, no. Um, I can't heal everything. I can't work on all things. I can't be in all places. It's frustrating. Because you really do. I'm, I'm, I am one of these people. It's like I really want to be helpful. I really do want to help. I really don't want to watch my fellow human being suffer. That's just not where I want to be. But here we are. We're surrounded by it. 
on many different levels. You know what I am, though? I may only be two hands in the world, but I'm also two hands in the circle. Thank you, Sandra, for reminding me about that. Um, two hands in the circle. That means that my circle touches other circles, other circles touching other circles. We're all circles and circles, just a lot like the flower of life. It's, it's like a multitude of circles touching each other and enveloping each other. So if we think about magic energy and psychic energy like that, yeah, okay, I can definitely contribute my two hands to that circle. Your two hands in the circle too. So how many of you have read and experimented with Masoro, excuse me, Masoro Emoto's um, findings on water? I have. I, I really enjoyed those, those experiments that really delighted me in a lot of different levels. It really opened my awareness and consciousness to being mindful of how I treated my water, how I treated my food, how I touched things that I was working on. Um, it really brought that point it's right up there to the front of my mind with everything that I do. Regardless or not of whether it's called pseudoscience, I, I really don't care. Um, so to back up here, Masaru experimented with water structures as they froze. He would first imbue water with a single emotion, like a positive one, a negative one, or a neutral one. And then he would freeze these and take pictures, like microscopic pictures of their crystalline structure. It was amazing just to watch the differentiations in the crystalline structure. It was pretty good. It was enough to make me really, hmm, you know, knowing what I know about water magically, it made sense, still does, you know, just because they call it pseudoscience doesn't mean there's not something to it. It means we don't quite understand. And I'm okay with not quite understanding. I mean, that's a liminal space. Magic lives there. So, works for me. Still using a lot of those things. Now, It doesn't just work for me. It works for the Buddhist monks. It works for priests and their congregations. It works for pagans and heathens. And on and on forever. You know, think about all of the places that use holy water. You know, someone stands before it and consecrates it through the power of whatever spiritual authority imbued, imbued to them by their divinity. We have that same access every time we make moon water. Yeah, moon water. That's just the beginning of, I think, what Masada was talking about. And if you 
if you have not read any of, of his work, um, I would encourage you to do so if nothing else but a piece of curiosity, you know, something to pique your interest. Take a look at it. So you just say, um, he wrote this book called Hidden Messages in Water. Um, he's also written other books. I believe there are also like Secret uh, Life of Water or something like that. So maybe on YouTube or something like that. Um, definitely, if you're interested, check that out. It's interesting stuff. And you might, you know, find another tool for your water magics. So speaking of water magics, that's what we're coming to at this point in time. Well, actually, magic in general. I I have, you know, water associations with this just because of personal magics and the personal way that I do this. But really, in order to work this magic, you're going to need a couple of things, namely a map of the world, some healing or protective incense, and whatever healing modality, energetic healing modality you hold. Could be Reiki, light work, prana, whatever it is that you do. Bring it. So during this process, um, I set things up and try to make it as casual as possible because it's like my, my day is really busy. So I like to be able to, you know, walk by my magic and feed it. If you know what I mean. But for this purpose, we're deliberately going to take some time in front of this world map. Now I have been given a world map that does not highlight necessarily the land, it actually marks out the ocean, right? Yes, yes. My consort for Valentine's Day one year gave me the whole ocean. All of it. It's all my, my ocean. But anyway, so this map of the world, instead of focusing on the land masses, right, we're going to focus on the water. The water touches everything. It binds together everything, supports and nurtures everything. Reminds us that we're not God. Now, I want you to choose a comforting spot. I want you to choose a healing and protective sort of incense that is appealing to you. I want you to be comfortable while you're doing this. And first and foremost, before you even touch that map, you are going to fill you, you know, overflow, just like the Ace of Cups. Just whoosh, and then you're going to spill onto the map. And, um, you know, 10 minutes is usually long enough. But the point of this particular magic, if you will. Um, it's especially helpful for empaths and healers to do because we always feel like we're not doing enough. This could help you and the rest of the world 
cope with all of the suffering and crazy that's out there. When you are filled and you feel like you are spilling over, that's the point in time I want you to touch your map. And I want you to touch anywhere where there's water. And I want you to put healing and nurturing and loving energies into the ocean. And from wherever you are, let it radiate out and allow the ocean's current to carry that energy out to wherever it is most needed. I believe in an intelligent universe. I believe that because we live in a linear sort of fashion, we don't understand it. You know, I think the fact that there are even UFOs and there's a potential of interdimensional travel, which says a lot. There's a lot we don't know. And that's okay. Maybe while you are doing this magic, maybe one of the things we should add back into the world is wonder. There's room for it. But I think this helping me deal with the crazy and suffering in the world, I really hope that this is, you know, something that you can pull out of your day when you're extra stressed and extra overwhelmed by what's going on around you that you have absolutely no control over. This, this right here. I hope becomes a tool to help you overcome that because by doing this, you will, you will be adding just that much more healing and that much more hope and that much more wonder into this place. And isn't that really what we need? Love, hope, wonder. So, all my witches of odd, all of my babies, break out with your world maps, your favorite ones, whip out all of your gear, call your circle or not, do this any way you wish, but do this, knowing that you are putting your two hands into the circle and you are contributing good to the world you don't have to be in afghanistan to help afghanistan you can send it love just like i'm sending you love right now Peace, witches. This episode is brought to you by Lilac Jasper and the Two of Cups. Now, 
lilac jasper is also called violet jasper from the research that I've been able to do on the internet with it. And I had to resort to internet research because not a single one of my goddamn books had a soul's whisper about lilac or violet jasper not cunningham not pearson not oh gosh what were their names i forgot their names i'm so sorry but you know i've got you know four or five books i mean good books on you know working with crystals and identifying them and their makeup and all of this other stuff and you know and i'm borrowing right now my mom's book that you know the big chinese you know, medicinal version of it. And it's just nothing, 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 nothing. So I've had to rely on my, my experience with it and what has been said about it on the internet. Now from what the internet says, it says that it's nurturing. It's really good for anxiety. It's good for, um, calming. It's, it's a nurturing protector. Um, and it's associated with the crown chakra. What I have discovered about it, I've I've been working with it for a little bit here. Um, you know, it was one of those great little finds I found while I was Christmas shopping over at Earthbound Trading Company. Um, no, no, no spoilers. And I, you know, I, I saw a couple of stones that I, I really, really was interested in, including the Pranite. I've never worked with Pranite before. I passed that um, for the Lilac Jasper. I just felt, you know, more drawn to that. Um, okay, so I have been holding it in my hand. I have put it um, underneath my pillow and slept with it. And the things that I find about this, it is, it's very, very gentle stone. It's a very soothing stone, um, very comforting and nurturing. It's also, it's not like this overly sickly sweet. Oh, no, 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 no. This is mom. You know, this is universal mom love coming at you. And not the kind, not the stern tiger mom either. It's 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 the wise, nurturing mother energy. I I immediately thought of Vasilisa's mother, watching over Vasilisa from beyond. You know the kind of you know warming, loving, nurturing energy that would come from that kind of bond. I feel that for the turbulent times that we are in, anybody who is looking to bring peace into their life and see things from a clearer perspective because your crown chakra is feeling safer to open, this is your stone. This is a good one. I found my beautiful hunk of chunk over at Earthbound Trading Company. Um, for, you know, a really nice, you know, price. It's a big, you know, raw piece. Um, that's kind of how I like to introduce myself to new stones. It's like I like to get, like, the raw, you know, piece of it. It's like, okay, this is what you look like if I were to find you out, you know, out there somewhere. This is what you feel like. Untumbled, unshaped, un 
uncommanded by man, so to speak. And this is a really great one. I would definitely recommend this one as as a healing stone um, for anybody. I highly recommend you get it and work with it. Oh, you know what? There, I also saw another interesting thing. I saw some conversations about, you know, the lilac jasper and the leopardite. This is definitely not leopardite. You know how you pick up like a stone, you can go, hmm, maybe. It's kind of like when you pick up like this weird piece of ametrine and then another piece of am- amethyst and you kind of look at them. You're like, which, uh, this one's sharper. This is, this is the ametrine right here. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm right? It's, it's that kind of feeling. You can feel the difference between the two. It's definitely not Leobadite. Okay, moving on to the Two of Cups. Now, for this particular session, I have picked the Two of Cups because it too talks about nuanced understandings. You know, we kind of live in this place and in this dimension of time right now where everything is nuanced we there there's no real black and white and if there is a real polarization of the black and white both of those black and whites have gone way too far over to the other end so really that talks about not just this country and and our thoughts and our ideals being just black and white we've forgotten how to become nuanced to, to come together and i think that speaks of just trauma in, in general it's like the whole falling apart process you know you're so you're so at war with yourself that you're also now at war with the world right well the solution to that is by balancing the alchemy within. Now, the Two of Cups, you know, when people see this, they usually think about relationships. Oh, congratulations, you, you know, you, you know how to give and how to receive and you've commanded respect for yourself and, and this person respects you and respects himself and, well, breaks. The first thing that both of these characters in this card, they both have is self-love first. And you see it in everything about this card. Everything about this card points to that temple. You know, you've got the two figures in the front. You've got the pathway that's going up to the temple of water. You've got on either side two towers representing the polarities between each individual balanced calm well in most cases if you want to balance out a relationship you first have to work on the internals that's that's a healthy relationship all right we're not talking about narcissistic abuse or anything like that that's an entirely different ballgame Rules do not apply there. Now, here, with the card properly dignified, we're talking about an an entire being, somebody who has done the shadow work, they respect themselves, they respect all the parts of themselves, including their demons. 
Got all of their demons line dancing nicely. Doesn't mean shit don't happen because it does. But anyway, we're going to take this card as a representation of who we want to be as individuals. Balanced. Whole. Appreciative of both of our polarities. And nuanced. Not rigidly black and white. If you notice across this particular card, it's all joined together and all tied together. Right at eye level of the couple is a white line going all the way across the card. It's like the temple is being manifested between the polarities of both sides of this person. I can appreciate that about the Two of Cups here. I think it would be also a nice time to use this card to come to be at peace with yourself. I mean, I know that I kind of sent you on a journey last time to go and sit down and interview with your demons, listen to the darknesses. Now, let's just take a break to appreciate the polarities between the two. You know, I'm a sci-fi fan. I can't, I can't help bring this up, but, but to bring this up, there was a Star Trek episode that I watched as a kid and, and, and later, of course, I've watched all the reruns of the originals, but there was this one episode where there was like, of course, another transporter accident, right? And there were suddenly two Kirks, a good Kirk and a bad Kirk. Well, so they, they just were spending this entire you know, episode with the bad Kirk trying to kill the good Kirk and the good Kirk trying to figure out how to, you know, get everybody to get along and blah, blah, blah. And what would the demonstration really showed in this particular episode was is that, <coughs> excuse me, that the entirety of who Kirk was, was not the good Kirk and the bad Kirk. It was the alchemy between the two polarities of the whole Kirk. All of us are like that. Can't, can't have the entirety of your being without those darknesses. It's like asking light to be cast without any shadows. Doesn't happen. It's not natural anyway. Well, that just about wraps up that. I hope that you have found something in this segment here to take and put into your toolbox and use however you see which effect. Take care of you all. Tonight, we are going to journey using the Two of Cups as a guide. In this journey, we are going to become the water. 
we are going to become the polarized water and then we are going to mix it all together like salt water and fresh water meeting together in the middle it doesn't just have a curtain of salt water and then suddenly fresh water no 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 when salt water and fresh water meet that's special in fact so special if I remember correctly there are dolphins that live in that kind of water specifically for its properties what we want to accomplish with this journey is to balance the polarities within ourselves for a nuanced and workable alchemy. I want you to find a nice cozy spot. If you have the Rachel True deck, Definitely grab that bad girl and whip out your own two of cups. If you do not have that, that's fine. I am going to post a picture of this particular two of cups. If you've got a favorite two of cups in any one of your other decks that express the same kind of dimension that this card shows absolutely break that one out too this is just the deck that i am working with right now all right i want you to find your space i want you to settle in and become comfortable rest here and take a few deep breaths into your nose all the way down into your belly feel your belly rise and then fall as you exhale out your mouth take a few breaths deep deep refreshing relieving breaths just let the day go all of it this moment here this is yours this is part of that oh so necessary deep non-sleep rest And now just breathe your regular cadence. Feel all of the body parts that are in touch with where you are sitting or laying down. Feel your feet rest on the ground or on your bed. Feel the back of your calves touching and resting the back of your thighs sink just a little further into your space 
feel your buttocks, your lower back, your middle back, and your upper back. Just slip a little further into that cushioned resting spot you've got. Breathe deeply. Soften your gaze as you look at the card. Let your breath relax and go to its normal cadence in and out. Imagine the conversation that you're having with yourself in this card. And now, this conversation, this emotional conversation you are having with yourself, imagine it as water flowing in and out, like any shore does.
now. I want you to take another deep breath. I want you to savor this deep gratitude that you have gained for yourself, this respect, this understanding. Breathe it in, let it flow through you like the waters of the ocean. And when you are ready, come back and open your eyes and know that you are ready to move through the world with just a little bit more grace. Thank you so much for taking a moment to spend some time here in the House of Odd. I am Nalaya Oddly. I am your fairy witch mother. I am so very happy to be here with you. I hope that your climb towards the full moon is positively abundant and delicious. I hope that your manifestations come to be better than you visualize them. May you be blessed so that you can bless everyone around you. As usual, you can reach me at somethingoddly at gmail.com. If you would like to keep up with my random madnesses, I am Mrs. Oddly on Instagram. You can look me up there as well. I do hope you have a wonderful evening. Take care of your art. Oh, and one more thing. If you would like your cards read, definitely email me. I will read them and put it on the air here the last Friday of the month, every month. I will pick a couple. You don't even have to use your real name. That's fine. Blessings on. Take care of you. To the witch game! Nah.